Brad Leavitt is president and founder of A Finer Touch Construction, a Scottsdale-based luxury residential and commercial builder. AFT Construction, as known throughout the industry, is an award-winning construction firm and has been nationally published in magazines such as Fine Home Building, Lux Interiors and Design, and Professional Builder. Brad was awarded as an icon in the AZ building industry by Sources for Design in October of 2019. He was also recognized as a 2022 Phoenix Titan 100. The Titan 100 program recognizes Phoenix's top 100 CEOs and C-level executives. They are the most accomplished business leaders in their industry using criteria that includes demonstrating exceptional leadership, vision, and passion. Collectively, the Phoenix 2022 Titans have a combined total of annual revenue of $32 billion and employ more than 85,000 individuals. Brad Leavitz is an energetic public speaker and ambassador for many national brands, including Kohler, Louisiana Pacific, Green Eye, Pellas, Sub-Zero, Wolf, Builder, Trend, Cambria, and LK. Brad completed a Bachelor of Science in Construction Management from BYU in 2005 and worked on notable projects around Phoenix, including the Omni Mauna Lucia in Paradise Valley. His podcast, the AFT Construction Podcast, is focused on bringing value to its listeners no matter their industry. The topics are focused on marketing, social media, entrepreneurship, organization, building science, and construction. AFT has continued to exceed industry standards and create strong client relationships based on integrity, reliability, and construction. Brad is married to Ashley Leavitt. Together, they have six children, five girls and one boy, and Brad is active with all six of his children. He serves in his local community and loves all sports. Wow. Welcome, Brad. Hi, I'm Rebecca Hidalgo Reigns, and you're listening to Grateful Heart. I started this show to help educate my clients on the real estate market, and it's evolved into so much more. I've found that I love talking to people and I love learning new things. While our expertise is still on the health of the housing market, we want to focus on the health and the well-being of our listeners as well. More specifically, where we reside in our hearts, in our minds, and in our homes. The biggest purchase in our life just isn't a house. It's where we raise our children, start a new business, pray for our loved ones, and follow our dreams. It's even where we listen to our favorite podcast. When we are successful at home, everything else just falls into place, and we are so grateful for that. Home is where the grateful heart is. Thank you for joining us today. Hi, guys. I'm your host, Rebecca Hidalgo Reigns with Grateful Heart TV. And in studio today with me is Brad Leavitz of A Finer Touch Construction. Welcome aboard. Yeah, thanks for having me, Rebecca. Excited to be here. So exciting because we just had this long uh, discussion about all the connections you and I have. Brad and I worked together for a hot second back in 2005. Yeah, many years ago. <laughs> yeah, we were five and six years old. Yeah, I'm just exactly. saying right now, yeah. I'm not that old. No, I'm just kidding. We are, but that comes with that, a lot of experience. In the building industry, as we worked at Trend Homes together, mm -hmm. and I was a little sales girl, and he was my superintendent at yep. one point in time. Yeah. And now here we are, 18 years later, really, 18 years later, and your company, your Custom Home Company currently has a following of 150,000 people on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> Holy cow. Yeah. How did you do that? You know, that's a good question. So you think about like there's just time, right? So I right. think a lot of people look at social media like it's this overnight success. It never mm -hmm. is. I mean, just like anything, there's years you've put behind Rebecca and your specialty and understanding the real estate market. Um, and so, you know, you kind of have this journey of like, you know, where you're going to be. And so really where social media started for me was back in when I started my company. So I started AFT, a finer test construction 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. uh, actually, March will be our 10 year anniversary. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, which is really cool. So March 2013 mm -hmm. in 
and keep in mind that I had some great experience. I'd worked at Trend doing yeah. some nice homes at Via Siena that you yeah. and I were at. The Regency series, don't yeah. forget. Yeah, there were some nice, I mean, you think for like, like production. Oh yeah. Beautiful homes. For, at Big that plants, time, a lot yeah. of detail, great quality. Trend had a great, at the time they were doing some amazing quality and it was just, it was a really neat uh, place to really learn, right, the business, if you will. Um, and then I went to do Mona Lucia. So Mona Lucia, which most people are familiar with. Mona Lucia yes. is one heck of a building, guys. It is. So the Omni Mona Lucia is a $350 million property. Well, at least during construction, it was in 2000. It's probably worth even more now. Yeah, and especially with the real estate. It's on Lincoln and Tatum. Right. Uh, there's 34 custom homes that live there at the hotel full time. And then you have the you know 288 guest rooms and one of the best spas in town. I love that spa. The spa's amazing. It is. Amazing weddings. They have incredible mm -hmm. weddings there. They have events there. I mean, it, it's really neat. So... I was able to work there for three years, and that was really where I got. It was a three-year project. Yeah, yeah. makes so sense. I came in 2006, really nice. and we ended up, you know, working on the, the hotel and the arrival zone and the restaurant and everything there. So it's just incredible experience. Well, even though I had some experience, I'm a pretty young guy at the time. Yeah, my you were. And I'm competing in this luxury market mm -hmm. of Scottsdale and Paradise Valley and Arcadia. But you learned a lot at Mona Lucia. I did. So like, I had connections yeah. with architects and designers, mm -hmm. and I'd worked with, you know banking and developers and so that part yes but i didn't have the gray in the hair if you will which in construction right. there is an element of that yeah there is an element and so social media started becoming pretty big at the time you know right. this is 2016 and i realized that you know i was having a hard time getting in front of some of the certain architects i want to be in front of so social media was just a way where like non-soliciting yeah i could show here's our thought process here's how we educate our client mm -hmm. here's how we you know, our systems, our organization, the quality, the product, you know, the style we're working on. Right. And what ended up happening, it just took off. Like after, you know, just, you know, there were some big accounts that published us that were fans of our work. Yeah. And we built some great friends through the platform and suppliers. And then here we are. And so basically growing. when you started the Instagram account, because I want to get into the actual logistics. I yeah. have so many people who come on my sure. show who are small business owners and they don't have a huge following. And a lot of them, like I actually, my next show I'm recording, I think she's done three posts, mm -hmm. you know? So to me, it definitely is about the posting, the frequency of the posting, and probably your tags. Who does that stuff for you? Yeah, so I do. So I've been doing all our social media. You do all uh, of it? Yeah, for oh 10 years Oh my goodness. <laughs> and this is like LinkedIn and TikTok and oh. Facebook and all of them. And so the thing is the algorithms are always changing, but the reality is there's something that I think is really true for everybody is consistency. Right. And people just aren't consistent. They, they do it for time, they give right. up. And so you are rewarded on all platforms by using it. And and really by building a network, just like reciprocity. We're here, right. Re Rebecca speaking. Like when I'm posting stuff, if I want people to comment and engage on my content, mm -hmm. I have to do the same thing. So you have to understand that there's an engagement aspect. Um, there is, you know. And so you're suggesting when when you make a post, you if somebody comments, you make sure you comment back and always. try to get that engagement going. Yeah, and so I think it's really important as you get on and you're kind of aimlessly scrolling on your right. feed, which people do. Make sure you're liking those posts on your home feed. Make sure right. you're engaging and commenting. You get rewarded for that. The the followers not just reward you, but Instagram will. Uh, specifically speaking of Instagram. And so with Instagram, it's really important too. You have good content, so right. you want to make sure not everything has to be okay. a beautiful kitchen. We, but I will show some of your beautiful pictures because you do some amazing work. And I know I got lost in your feed with all the beautiful homes that you have built. And that's that right there gives so much inspiration. Well, thank you. Well, I, and that's part of it. So you have to have content. But the thing is, like, media has been changing for a long time. And you know, you see TikTok has come in by storm and really taken over. These platforms, the thing is, it's video, right? Mm -hmm. And they're tracking, 
is your content engaging? And so all these apps are tracking. Are people zooming in, right? Are they staying Ooh, and watching? Right. And the more people that are like zooming in or looking at a specific detail or they're watching and engaging on your video, um, you have to have things to draw them in. And, and if you keep their atten- attention, everything, even though the algorithm, algorithms change, the analytics still are the same that if mm-hmm. people are watching and consuming, they're going to broadcast your content. So do you actually, a lot of times I'll start getting like these inquiries of wanting me to collaborate in, on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Do you do that with people or how do you get other people to promote your stuff? Yeah, and that's a good question. So being that I'm in the uh, the housing industry, right. call it, like that, that, that market is suppliers, vendors, you know, there's other big real estate accounts. So there mm-hmm. are a lot of realtors nationally and locally that like follow our content. Mm-hmm. They'll be like, hey, Brad, can I share your stuff? And I'm always big on that. I'm like, yeah, just credit me. And right. it's that cross collaboration, right? Mm-hmm. And recipro- uh, reciprocation. And so, you know, that reciprocity is really big. And yeah, I, I'm really big on that, on sharing other stuff. You know, I do a podcast just as you're yeah, doing. Yeah, I know you do. And so like on Mondays, you know, I share, you know, typically everything in my feed is my stuff, except for Monday morning when I'm sharing my guests, right? Whatever, they could be an entrepreneur, they could mm-hmm. be a business executive, whatever it may be, or a builder or an architect, and I'm sharing their content. So then that opens up other channels, other followers, you know, just a bigger network. That's so cool. I am so impressed with everything you've done since you and I worked together all those moons ago. One thing I definitely want to share with you guys is I always like to talk about charity work. Mm -hmm. You know, to me, it's really important that we give back as much as we can the more, you know, successful we are. And I love the fact that you brought up um, human trafficking. It's very prevalent in in the world today. And this was a charity that is near and dear to your heart. Is there anything you can share with our audience about this? Because obviously, you know, I I actually have another event coming up to promote as well related to this. Yeah. So there's a few things. So, I mean, charity is really big. Mm -hmm. And and when you think about that, it comes in different avenues. And it's not just like how you're going to benefit your business. The reality is like for us at our own business, there should be a stewardship that we're giving back. Agreed. Especially building the community. So whether it be something supporting, you know, local high schools mm-hmm. and local charities in our immediate neighborhoods and network, right? Um, to like, we've worked at the men's shelter, you know, in Mesa. We've done a lot with Phoenix Children's Hospital over awesome. the years. So have we. Yeah, Slave to Nothing is awesome because this is actually In-N-Out is a huge driver of this. And we've been connected with In-N-Out, the burger place, right? And they've been big on human, human trafficking for years. I mean, way before it's become Anybody even common. knew about it. I mean, In-N-Out's right. been on this for a long, long time. And so we've partnered with them on a lot of different, you know, golf events and other things mm-hmm. they've done. Um, part of it's my little brother works for in and out so there's oh, a relationship cool. there. Yeah. Okay, did um, not know that. But yeah, but uh, human trafficking, of course, my wife is super passionate. I have six kids, five daughters. You know, right so, there, as soon as you start talking, I have yeah, two daughters. I yeah. mean, as soon as you start thinking about the women out there mm-hmm. and what they've gone through and this, it's just terrible. And there's just a lot of kids that are in troubled areas, troubled right. homes, and there's a lot there's, that we could be doing to mentor. Agreed. And help. Agreed. Well, thank you for doing what you do. And I do want to promote in our backyard, anti-trafficking awareness and missing children outreach. This is an event that I was told about uh, from one of my colleagues coming up on Saturday, February 4th at the Bethel Chandler campus and on Arizona Avenue here in Arizona. So if you're local and this is something that you would like to be involved in and help out, either one of these organizations would be fantastic for you to jump in on. Okay enough about everybody else. I'm coming back to Brad now. Um, Brad, so like so many very smart professionals, you have a link tree with all of your links. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot on here. I got, of course, lost in your Instagram. (laughs) But besides that, I love your website for your company. 
a finer touch. Mm -hmm. And there is so much in there that you get lost in. And then I noticed you have your podcast sponsors. Of course, I'm going back to social media to help those out there that are entrepreneurs themselves. Smart man, you've got Builder Trend. Mm-hmm. I'm familiar with Builder Trend because of my experience, but I'd love for you to talk a little bit sure. about them and yeah. what they do for your business. And then obviously Pella Windows. Pella is one of the nicer window companies. I still like Anderson too. Yeah, um, Anderson's great. Anderson's great, yeah. but Pella is you know, wonderful as well. And they're one of your sponsors and Sub-Zero Wolf, always associated with quality. Mm-hmm. So tell me, how did you partner with them and what do they do for you? Yeah, there's a few things. And so again, you go back to the Linktree, which I think is super valuable. So anyone as they're thinking about their social media reach, like Linktree is really valuable because you're bringing people to where you want to bring them, right? Right. That's the whole point of content. So before I get there, I mean, look at LinkedIn, like LinkedIn's a huge driver, which Mm -hmm. we could dive into because I think a lot of people don't understand the power of LinkedIn because it's very organic. It's one of the few uh, podcast or not podcasts, but social media platforms that have a lot of value. Mm -hmm. Going back to the sponsorships now, um, I have oh, a podcast. Goodness. I'm trying to get into your LinkedIn. Oh, there yeah. we go. Okay, there's your LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah, and so like w- when you think about the sponsorship, so I have a podcast I've been doing for three years, mm-hmm. over three years, and it comes out every week. And, you know, I've interviewed, it's not just, it's more entrepreneurship, social media marketing. Right. So a lot of stuff we're discussing now we get into in depth. Mm-hmm. You know, been fortunate to have some amazing guests, you know, from Shay McGee of Studio McGee, right, who's on Netflix, or Jeremy Andrews that owns Traeger Grills, and we've had some of the Cardinal players and That's some so other athletes. Cool. Yeah, look at you go. That's from UFC and MLB, and it's not just like a name drop, but the reality no. is there's content, they, right? There's things that make them successful. To you as well. They do, and then part of that. So now brands are looking. Okay, brand, you know, traditionally in the past there was print media. Mm-hmm. You know, there's TV. Mm-hmm. TV's big dollars, and so these brands could go after that. Mm-hmm. But really, you're kind of taking you know, this huge broad approach, whereas why not take, you know, instead of a shotgun approach to maybe want more of a sniper approach. And so this is where the the micro and mini influencers come in. You know, people right. typically over 10,000 followers mm-hmm. are considered, you know, influencers because they have typically followings where right. high engagement, you know, their, their followers respect them. You right. know, they kind of have a close niche. A lot of them are producing their own content. Mm-hmm. So, so brands look at this as like really valuable. You don't have to have a million followers to no. partner. And that's where people miss that mark. Right. And so by having, you know, a smaller following, well, now these brands like Peller, Build a Trend will come on and say, Brad, your listeners and the people that are following you are really our customer. And that's who's using our product or our service or mm-hmm. project management software. And so that's where they'll come in and partner, you know, to help support, right? Right. We're here. There's cause to put this production together. Oh, there absolutely is. And I have my own sponsors. And when I saw your link tree, I'm like, oops, yeah. I better put my sponsors on my link tree. <laughs> Thanks, Brad. Yeah. And so that that's huge, too, because they're they're helping broadcast your messaging, Rebecca. Right. And so part of that is, you know, we give credit to them. But also that's what helps us spend the time that we do to put these shows together. Absolutely. And okay, so let's talk about Linktree because when we go to break, I actually want to talk about the houses you build. I love your homes that you build. But you mentioned LinkedIn and in correlation with Linktree, you have 35,000 followers, which is super impressive. The people that you meet on LinkedIn, what is different about them versus say Instagram or TikTok? So TikTok is, and it's not just younger, you know, we actually just got our first lead on TikTok. Did you really? Surprised. Yeah, which <laughs> which kind of shocked me. But uh, going back to Instagram, Instagram is kind of a plethora, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you have people from all different ages and demographics. Some people aren't really my customer. Uh, whereas LinkedIn, you can really target your demographic. Really? What's unique about LinkedIn, so Rebecca, if you go on my Instagram post, and you like one of my photos, that's mm-hmm. great. I get a like, yeah. vanity metric increases, I, whatever. I like all your stuff. Yeah, it's good. 
If you go on LinkedIn mm-hmm. and you like a picture, now your entire network that follows you sees that you like that. Ooh. And so you think about just okay. that ripple effect. Mm-hmm. And so now if you're connecting with my clientele, right, my ideal client, right. it could be doctors and CEOs and sure. architects and realtors and brokers. And, mm-hmm. you know, as they like and engage with my content, their followers see that. So now, you know, it becomes a more targeted approach. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing the amount of clientele, projects, referrals that, you get that I that. get from LinkedIn. Okay, that's awesome. So the word to the wise, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're not on LinkedIn actively, yeah, you should be. I have an account. I'm not as active as I should be. So thanks to you, I'm going to get a lot more active on there. Do it. Um, and I'd like to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back because what I really want to talk about is your houses. Let's do it. All right. If you're looking for a mortgage, you need a personalized plan, not a click button get mortgage option. My team and I have saved families thousands by proactively planning their home purchase or a refinance. Buying a home is a huge decision and it deserves a strategic approach. My team and I provide a comprehensive mortgage plan, including a complete credit analysis outlining the steps needed to improve your credit score and help you qualify for the best rates and terms in the market. Visit us at tkteam.us today. We'll ensure you get the best guidance so you can make the best decisions. The TK Team, moving you forward. Hi, I'm Rebecca Hidalgo Reigns with Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, and I've been selling homes here in the Valley for over a quarter of a century. I want to say that experience truly matters. So when you're looking for a realtor to help you either buy or sell your biggest purchase of your life, I hope you'll consider using me. My experience doesn't matter near as much as my clients. So I do dare you to Google me and I promise you'll see nothing but fantastic reviews because I really do truly care to help navigate you and your family to the very best experience you'll ever have with buying a home. Have you been thinking about buying a new house or refinancing your existing mortgage? Interest rates are still around historically low levels. Why pay a higher rate when you don't have to? Call Joe Smith, me, at Epic Mortgage LLC, 602-741-4121 for a free mortgage quote or pre-qualification. Epic Mortgage LLC is a locally owned, independent mortgage brokerage that provides low-cost options for its customers. Independently owned means low overhead, so you get the best rates, fees, and service. Keep more of your money. Brokers are better. Realtor recommended for over 20 years? Contact me, Joe Smith, at Epic Mortgage today, 602-741-4121. Whether purchasing a home or refinancing, We know you have choices when it comes to choosing a title company. Navi Title Agency is the leading source for all title, escrow, and marketing needs. With access to the largest title insurance underwriter, Navi Title facilitates successful closings and protects clients from fraud, creating solutions that save time and money for everyone. Ask your realtor or loan officer today about using Navi Title on your next real estate transaction. Navi Title Agency is locally owned and operated in the state of Arizona. All right, guys, back from commercial break. Thank you for sticking with us here with Brad Levitz of A Finer Touch Construction. Man, have I been learning a bunch of stuff from him today. And there's so much more. I asked you before we went to break, Builder Trend. I'm going to go back to your link yeah. tree. Oh, if I can get back to your link tree. Farai! I'm messing things up again over here. Okay, there, there we go. go. Thank you. Um, on your linked tree, you have on here Builder Trend. Yeah. I want to talk construction. I want to talk, you know, people come to me because of my experience as well as a broker here yeah. in the area. They're always looking for good contractors. They're always looking for people who can help them build. 
I can't tell you how many people come to me wanting to build that custom dream home. Mm -hmm. And obviously, we're going to talk about the perfect client when it comes to that. But obviously, not everybody's going to fit into that fold because in order to build custom, there's some financial hurdles that mm -hmm. you have to you know, be able to get over and, and not everybody can. Right. Right. Um, but we can all dream. We can all dream. And you have such beautiful stuff on your Instagram. So I'd like to get over to your Instagram page. And I think I have it here somewhere. Maybe not. I'm going to click on your link tree again and get back over there. There we go. Brad's Instagram. Okay. You've got <laughs> such phenomenal pictures here. I love it. Love it, love it. If you're into modern, you seem to be the man who knows it all. I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't, like, as I go through your pages, I don't see very much in other styles. Is it your favorite style? Uh, that's a good question. So it's really driven by the client, right? Because we're custom builders. So we've done a lot of, you know, you, you have a lot of Mediterranean styles that have been pretty common mm -hmm. in Phoenix. You know, Over the years. I've seen sure. plenty. Um, we've seen a lot of transitional modern farmhouse has been farmhouse taken has a, been yeah. huge. And, um, you know, styles that you'll see maybe uh, in, in old parts of California, right? right? They've been around 100 years, like some of these old Santa Barbara styles. And, and we've done those. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. um, modern seems to be, especially with the desert, like if we look at this picture right here. So, yeah, that one right there. This is actually, um, without making you log in, but I know. but that has a massive pivot door, so that's modern, and this is actually the National Home of the Year. That was? Yeah, so this is the National Home of the Year, and the reason being is that that's actually in Cape Creek. So what we're looking at right now, for those who are listening to us and not actually watching us, let's talk about this house in particular. Let's describe it a little bit, because they're reminding me over here, not everybody is actually watching. They don't right. get to see the visual. This is a home on your Instagram Instagram page, and it's beautiful. You can see straight through it. Yeah, and you see all the way through. So it's really- so cool. So what's cool about this house is most people think uh, the term net zero. So net zero mm -hmm. um, is a home that produces as much energy as it consumes. Okay. So it's off the grid. And so you think right. about sustainability and environment, right? Be, build a homes that last. You are speaking my language. Yeah, and this is something that like is happening in other parts of the country, but it's not happening. It needs here. to be here. Yeah. Yes. And, and we've we're doing a lot of net zero product and a lot of building science homes. Okay. So if you're doing a lot of that stuff, what does that entail? Because I am super interested in it, and I actually want to start building homes myself that are net zero off the grid. Because after COVID, yeah, everybody was asking for them. Everyone is, and they still are. And the, right now, when you look at it, so traditionally people think of net zero. Well, I can't have a lot of glass, of right? Because I have to protect myself from the elements. It's really hot without realizing just the really the science behind it. So this home in particular, mm -hmm. you mentioned you come to the front door and we have this pivot door that's eight foot wide, nine foot tall, and it's the largest triple pane glass ever made by Cardinal Glass out of mm -hmm. Buckeye. 700 pounds of glass. Ooh. Yeah, so that door is 700 pounds, and then behind it you have a fixed panel that's 700 pounds. Mm -hmm. And as you go into the gray room and I have some other videos on here, you have all glass, it's just all glass. What people don't realize is there's a few things. So the roof system, uh, it's like an R50. So you think we're trying to build a Yeti cooler. Okay, yeah, it is a Yeti cooler. Yeah. When I hear R50, I know what that means. L l can you explain that for those yeah. that don't know? So R value, so really it's the transfer or loss or transfer of heat and mm -hmm. cold right into home. And so th the easiest way to explain it is when you think about thermal breaks or essentially you're trying to lose that transfer. Mm -hmm. And it, it, anyone can understand a Yeti cooler, how it keeps this really tight enclosure. That's what you're trying to do with the house. Right. So this house has... Uh, foam, three inches of rigid foam underneath the slab. Underneath, underneath the, the yeah. slab. Underneath the house. 
So are you still doing post-tension or this how does one, that work? This uh, one is post-tension. And so you have the foam. Okay. And so, of course, we, we compact. We you have the foam. The we have mm-hmm. a stego mat, which protects it, the waterproofing, mm-hmm. as well as like termites. So it creates that mat, that barrier. Mm-hmm. And then we have the post-tension concrete over top. Well, now you create this tight envelope. Well, then on the exterior of the walls, we have, again, foam. Mm-hmm. So you don't have any concrete I love exposed. foam building. I'm like so into it. You have no idea. Yeah, and this house is ICF or insulated concrete form, which mm-hmm. means the, the walls are poured in concrete. And then on the exterior wall, we have four inches of rigid foam and on the inside, two inches of rigid foam. Mm-hmm. So now you're creating all these breaks where heat as heat or the sun in the summer is beating on this house, mm-hmm. that heat's not transferring in. And then around the perimeter, we have foam, and then we have the you know the our, the the SIPS truss, the structured insulated panels. And what people don't realize is that triple pane glass. So the rating of the triple pane glass that we installed is equivalent of a two by four insulated wall. And that is glass. so cool. Now this glass isn't cheap, I'm sure. It's to, not. To ha- but you're building luxury. And you're building, building luxury. custom. And you're building modern. And you can do modern, and you can do luxury, and you can still be energy efficient, and you can get stone from local quarries to help with the carbon footprint, and all these things that come into building a house. That now this home will last hundreds of years oh. instead of homes that we have to remodel after 20 years in Phoenix because they're built so poorly. I couldn't agree more. I love everything that you're about. So for those people who may be just listening to us, you guys have to check out this Instagram page because it's the coolest thing ever. Go to AFT underscore construction stands for a finer touch construction. Brad, you do such quality work. Um, you know, besides, we never did answer the question about Builder Trend, though. Yeah, what does I do. Builder Trend do? Okay, so Builder Trend, this is huge. And they, yeah, they'll, they'll appreciate you they'll talking They'll appreciate about us them. talking about it. So Builder Trend has been a huge partner. When you think about, really, as a builder to set you apart, right. is you have to have systems and organization. You understand this in your world. Yeah. Uh, us at Trend, we did. And in the production world, you can have it to some extent. Custom builders really struggle with organization and remodelers and small builders. And so it's a project management software. Mm-hmm. Half of my clients are from out of state, right? They're building here. And so I have owner portals where they can come in and they can see the progress. We have daily logs, right? We're inputting anything happening. We have our schedules in there. Mm-hmm. We have, you know, you can put costs in there of your project. So what ends up happening is a free, it's just a, a catch, if you will, a catch, catch all. base, a catch all uh-huh. for everything project management to run your projects effectively. And this is something that we use because this helps keep our projects on track mm-hmm. within budget. And again, it just helps with supply chain and COVID and anything else we've dealt with. But to me, as the realtor who, you know, back in the day when you and I were working together at Trend Homes, I'm the little girl sitting at the desk yep. trying to tell people what to expect. Yeah. Sounds like you're letting your clients log into their portal so they can see day by day what you guys are up to, which is huge because communication sets the right expectations so that your clients or customers aren't upset with you because maybe they expected something to get done, but instead they can see everything that did get done. Well, the problem is like, it's low hanging fruit. I don't know what it is about construction, but they don't communicate. Like They're terrible at communicating. Like, like contractors, no, no, but they are like, subcon- yeah. like our industry is so bad. It's so bad. Even for me, dealing with some of my trade partners and suppliers, oh. And I'm like, how are you in business? Like, I would never. How are you in business? Yeah, and so <laughs> the thing is, it's low-hanging fruit. So if we can communicate, we're bridging that gap. We're, we're, we're it sets you apart. Setting you apart. You're creating, you're mapping that customer experience, right. which will set you apart. And build Mapping the customer experience. Right. And that is so key mm-hmm. to having a successful business. I have told so many people that in my world, you have to have a database. You need to be communicating. You need to be updating. And to your point, most of the contractors, I, 
I, I know enough to be dangerous, Brad. I can help people with remodels and flips and all of that stuff because I've done a lot of that and been in the construction world for forever. So I think where I really excel against a lot of my colleagues is I do communicate mm -hmm. all the time. Yeah. And I have people who help me with that. And that is so key. And in the construction world, nobody that I come into rarely communicates well and sets those standards. So I love that you do because I've worked for other builders who might have builder trend, but they don't want to turn on that portal. Right. <laughs> they don't want they don't want the client yeah. to see what's going on in there because what if they're not keeping it up? Yeah. You know, what if they're not uploading stuff and then, you know, it just turns into a big mess. So you have to use it right. Mm -hmm. And what would be um, any advice for maybe, and this is something I did want to ask you because I do dream to build homes too, not yeah. just sell them. <laughs> and so for somebody like me, maybe wanting to get started in the construction arena, obviously builder trend I knew would be very important, but are there any other tips or advice for somebody who might want to be breaking into your world? Yeah, absolutely. I think there's a few <clears throat> things. I mean, what's nice about social media is there's direct connect, right? right. And so part of this is I've had, and, and this is a side topic here, but I've had a lot of contractors reach, reach out like, hey, Brad, can I come shadow you for the day? See can what I come you're about. You operate? Yeah. yeah, how you run your system, your organization. And so we actually started the Contractor Coalition Summit, which is twice a year. And we have 40, whoa, 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 wait. Yeah. Rewind that. You started okay. the what? The what? So, yeah, so it's the Contractor Coalition Summit, and mm -hmm. there's uh, essentially two other builders, so one from Boston and one from Minnesota, and myself, so Construction of Style and NS Builders. And us three, we had our first one in Nashville last May. Mm -hmm. We had our second one in Huntington Beach last November. And this May will be in Scottsdale, and this fall will be in Austin. And we have sponsors, you know, that come in, are part of this. We have 40 attendees. It's really a three-day summit where we teach them everything how to run a construction business, <laughs> from pricing to social media. We get into some of the secrets of social media. I need an invite to that. Yeah, can I, I be invited? To yeah, the one I in can. And so the one in Scottsdale is going to be huge because we're staying at the the Princess. I love the Princess. And um, great spa there too, by the yeah, way. Yeah, or actually Scott. Sorry, I think we're at the Scott. Okay, so well, that's so anyway, Yeah. So sorry, but um, but yeah, we're gonna be in Scottsdale, and what's the benefit is we're gonna go through everything about that. But if you're looking at starting in the business. Understanding, you know, first off, you understand how to build a home. You've been in the industry, you understand yeah. that. You know, having a good trade base, partners, right, that mm -hmm. can perform. That Relationships. Us. Relationships are super important, so build mm -hmm. those, right? Understand costing. I mean, job costing and understand how to price a job. And mm -hmm. we really dive into this at the summit. It's teaching people how to do cost plus or lump sum and what that means and the strategies of both and how you set your business up. And if you're going to do cost plus, which is where – what, that's what I do. So I share every invoice with every client. Mm -hmm. I share all my costing. Any discounts are passed on. So you basically explain that to the consumer who might be listening. I know what that means, cost plus. So what does that mean? So what that means is if uh, if appliances are $60,000 mm -hmm. on a home and I'm paying 45000 the client's going to pay 45000 plus a fee, which is my overhead, right? right. So we, we negotiate an overhead, which is cost plus. So it's the actual cost of the project plus, plus my fee, plus a percentage. Mm -hmm. And that covers our operations. So the clients know how we're paid. There's no secret. You're being transparent. I'm super transparent. And the thing is, the clients are spending Which is so huge. huge dollars. And and because huge of that. dollars. Yeah. And so we want to be transparent. We want to make that process easy for them. I love it. And so that's part of it. So, I mean, going through that, just a base understanding. And so whether mentor, mm -hmm. you know, shadowing other builders, mm -hmm. especially for you, Rebecca, as you get in, like everything you can learn from, you know, building a good trade base, understanding how to do your pricing. Right. And then, of course, you know, the marketing aspect. I'm pretty good at the marketing stuff. Yeah, it's all the got. other, it's all the behind the scenes <laughs> stuff that I love to learn more about. So I definitely would love an invitation to your thing in Scottsdale. Will do. 
In May? Yeah. I need to May. block it out. When is yeah. it? <laughs> it's uh, May 7th through 10th. 7th through 10th. Sunday through Wednesday. You're going to see me there for sure. Okay. I might awesome. want to go to a concert the day before I'm going yeah. to be home um, for the something. I think that's Mother's Day, in fact. or maybe it's No, the Mother's Day week. is the following week. So it's we actually sure. looked at doing it um, at the Scott the following week, and we're like, wait, that's Mother's Day. That's not going to work. So we moved it up a week. Smart man, smart yeah. man. So last thoughts. Are there anything? Oh, no, one thing. You talked about the perfect client. Mm-hmm. Who is Brad's perfect client? So if I come across your perfect client, I am for sure going to be sending them your way. Who is I got that? one. Go to my website. Can you go to my website yeah. real quick? If I'm going to show you something kind of cool. Okay. And yeah. this is like a marketing thing. So as you go back to my link tree here, go to the AFT go. website. Okay. And then as we scroll down through the main page, just a little bit, just go down a little bit and there's going to be a video. We don't have to play the video, but right here in the middle, there's a video of Brian and Mari Harris. So what I like is, you know, there's a lot of value that we're being as a builder. So, mm-hmm. so my client, it, you know, yes, we're, we're looking at certain demographics and age. Mm-hmm. You know, ideally for me, a client is someone who's built before right because they've been through the experience so like a production build is that okay or do you uh, want a custom ideally a custom build, okay. right um someone who's been through it not uh, we still have clients that are it's their first time custom build but it's just there's a lot of ownership and even right. though we have systems there's a lot of expectations that have to be set but ideal client if we're looking at my perfect client they've built before so when they come to us it's like it's total wealth been there because and done that. they've already been through whatever experience mm-hmm. they've been through but like with our systems and our information and how we document and do the project we're gonna knock their socks off but like Brian and Mari Harris, I, I bring them up because like Brian, he's one of the top cosmetic dentists nationally. I mean, he's here locally. He's worked with a ton of celebrities. Mm-hmm. You know, NFL players come in, have done their veneers with him. There's someone who understands quality. Mm-hmm. They understand that, you know, who he's marketing to. And our business is really aligned because he understands the quality and the investment that he's looking at something that's going to stand the test of time, not just, you know, the cheapest bid, which we know that the cheapest bid cheapest is bid is more not expensive what than the cheapest with. bid. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, there's this race to the bottom in construction Mm -hmm. and the client that understands that there's value in their investment. And these are clients that have, you know, there's there's no doubt there's a time in life when people when all of us are looking at ROI and, hey, we're going to buy this house at this price and fix it up to get to this. You know, in in life, you get to certain stage, but there comes a point where our clients have made their net worth and they're like, I want what I want and I want to do it right. And I want the best and I want the best. And that's where we, you know, where we thrive. Um, a former CEO of mine in Berkshire Hathaway, he taught me about people want the best. Mm-hmm. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with not being the cheapest because they want the best. Yeah. And who isn't proud of having the best? Mm-hmm. And I am here to tell you, I am so impressed with everything you do, Brad. And the fact that you give back in so many ways, not to mention what you're you know, teaching your colleagues and you're not afraid to allow people to shadow you. Like, that is so huge. Nobody's doing that. Nobody's doing that. So I applaud you and everything that you're doing. And I really look forward to seeing what else you're going to do next. Well, thanks, Rebecca. I appreciate you having me on today. Thank you. Thank you. Anybody have any questions for Brad? You guys want to see his stuff? You go check out his link tree. He is amazing. I don't care who you are, but obviously (laughs) he will help you. And I appreciate everybody who's listening today. Thank you. A little about our family. We have four kids. The oldest is 14, the youngest is five. We're at a really busy stage of life right now. Everyone's home and it's kind of everything to us. One of the main reasons we moved was we felt separate as a family. You know, we just felt far away from the kids. And so the way this home was designed, it really brings us together. I, I saw the floor plan on a for sale sign out in front and 
took a picture and sent it to her. And we were like, oh my gosh, this is everything that we said that we would do differently. I think I said to Brian, like, I'm still thinking about that house. And then he was like, I am too. What should we do next? The thing with AFT and, and Brad told me from, from the beginning was, hey, like you're gonna know line item by line item like exactly what's involved in the process so there's never any surprises. Which I have found is very rare. There was nothing that came up that's like, oh, we didn't foresee this and this is happening and we have to deal with this now. There was a significant amount of planning beforehand done by AFT. And in the end, instead of you know finishing on time, we actually finished about almost a month earlier than, than planned, which was, which was a, a great surprise. If I had to choose a favorite room, it'd be really hard to do, but I think I'd have to say the master bedroom. It's really, really beautiful. It's so magical to just walk in there at night, say, this is my room. <laughs> Mine is probably the dance room. Uh, <laughs> no, seriously though. It, recently with my youngest daughter, like she likes to go in there and she turns on the music and she likes to freestyle dance. For silly reasons, but also serious reasons, it's like it's a place where I can go and spend time with her and be there with her and have fun and almost like a little escape in the house. You know, now having lived in it for, for a few months, um, we love it. You know, I love it. I think it's, it, was, it was a great choice on our part. Just the ability to see everything in this first room, to be able to walk in and see the backyard, but also see the kitchen and so I feel like kind of from one spot you can you can see everybody. The reasons to hire AFT would be the details, you know, the quality, the craftsmanship, the details. If you're looking for a process to go smoothly, to get the highest possible quality build, that would be my number one reason for, for choosing them. There are not a lot of contractors out there like Brad and AFT period. So all we really had to do was sit back and just watch this beautiful home just happen without a lot of stress. So my translation to that would be that we never we never fought once during the whole entire process. AFT is saving right. marriages. One marriage at a time. <laughs> <laughs>
I'm on vacation every single day Cause I love my occupation Hey, hey, hey I'm on vacation every single day Every, every single day